Getting up my notes. Getting up my notes. All right. So, hello, friends. It's been a hot minute. It's your girl, Elena. So, we are doing these little interlude episodes because we all know how life happens and we want to make sure you guys still get content. So, Allie came up with a really good idea to... She's just the idea human being. We love her. Um... We came up with the idea to, or she came up with the idea to talk about what our characters were doing pre-beginning of evolution, which I was on board for because (laughs) it gave me a little bit more time to flesh out Remy's character and understand the nuances and stuff and... Back, like this is like a lovely little um, side piece that you guys should know about. Uh, when we were like maybe in episode like ten, I want to say ten. I sent James like uh, a Google document <laughs> to say the least of like a hundred questions that I answered. Like this, like. Uh, character form that I found on like Pinterest of like how to flesh out your character and it was like a bunch of them combined and I took out all the ones that um were similar to each other and whatnot and that's how I was able to really flesh out Remy's character and try to understand but then afterwards I was like now I understand Remy as the human that she is inside my brain so uh To essentially reiterate who Remy is as a human being, Remy Monet Lancaster is the daughter of Renee Lancaster and uh, Augustus Lancaster, who are well-known scientists in the community of the city of Eden. Um, Her dad sits on a seat in the city council so he's fairly high up and has his own laboratory um i say all the time about how uh jeanette you know the big bad jeanette is like her aunt and that's just because uh renee and jeanette were really close and she like grew up with jeanette so she calls her like aunt jeanette even though it's like jeanette doesn't give two shits but Other than that, that's like her only real family that she has uh, in the city. It's just her mom and her dad. And since they were well-known scientists and they obviously had to work all the time because they were working on a quote-unquote cure, but then they also had like their side business going on on training mutants to understand their powers and this and that and had all this other stuff. So for Remy, it was really lonely growing up she was alone a lot of the time the only people that she really ever had around the house were the various um people who worked in the house like the the groundskeepers maybe a maid or two and that's like pretty much it that she really had growing up and she had a lot of issues with that and has like a lot of abandonment issues because Like, it's just really sad having to, like, wake up on Christmas as, like, a kid and then not have your parents around and then 
not being able to like really enjoy the time and just kind of stuff like that. Like obviously they were there for her when she was like really like a little kid, but probably when she was maybe six or seven, they stopped like getting into things. So then Remy of course was like, hmm, how am I gonna find ways to get my parents to notice me? Because for her, it seemed like the work was more important than her. So then she got that sort of into her mindset that the work to curing this will, is the betterment for everyone. And maybe like, if my parents see that I'm getting into all the things that they're into, they might wanna take interest in her. And that just never really happened. So of course she was like, super into science. She would go into uh, various clubs, like all the clubs that you would find at in middle school and in high school, anything dealing remotely with science. She would be a part of that. She'd be like the secretary or she'd be the vice president or she'd be doing all of these science fairs and would win ribbon upon ribbon upon ribbon, whether it be like anywhere from first place to like third place. Um, she always had like the best ideas and the best inventions and always carried them all out. But her parents were just like, cool. And then would just sort of like go off and do their own thing. And that always sort of bothered Remy. Like it wasn't good enough for her in her mind. She was thinking it wasn't good enough, but in her parents' mind, it's like, cool. Good job, honey. Like I'm glad, but I got to get back to work now. Uh, so she really wanted to get into science because she was a very firm believer because of the people around her, not necessarily the people who brought her up because obviously her parents are very open-minded people, but her parents went around all the time. So she had to take in the opinions and formed her opinions upon what other people told her, such as like, you know, how mutants are horrible human beings. Mutants shouldn't have this or that. Mutants should be locked up and blah, blah, blah. So she had the opinions that other people gave to her growing up. And that was like really hard for her because she's like now in this sort of like weird limbo phase where she's like, I like mutants because I am one, but at the same time, I still have some reservations. So she's very much like it's not black or white anymore for her. It's she's trying to figure out her own opinions on the matter. But she really wanted to go into science and I actually had to listen to one of the episodes to figure out what my major was in college for Remy. And so she is a biomedical lab study and molecular biology major. She's a double major. And then she also has a major in microbiology. Microbiology and molecular biology are two different things. Biomedical lab studies is just essentially... Biomedical lab studies is essentially the science of applying portions of natural science and formal science or both to develop knowledge, interventions, or technology that are used in the healthcare or the public. So essentially going and working in a lab and processing all of the 
DNA and the biological things that you would need to when you typically worked in the lab. So like looking at slides, doing all that stuff. I'm not a sciencey person, but that's essentially it. And then molecular biology is the study of the composition, structure, and interaction of cellular molecules, such as nucleic acids and proteins that carry out biological processes essential for the cell's functions and maintenance. And then molecular biology. Microbiology is the study of microscopic organisms such as bacteria, viruses, fungus, and protozoa. And this discipline includes fundamental research on the biochemistry, physiology, cell biology, ecology, evolution, and clinical aspects of microorganisms, including the host and response to these agents. So this is really important for each of these three things when I was coming up with what Remy was going to be studying at college because all of this essentially centers around trying to figure out a cure to the mutant gene. So she wanted to study how to work in a lab, which is extremely important when knowing how to work in this kind of a setting. So knowing what to look for, for one thing. Then the molecular biology, knowing how the cells work in the body. And then microbiology, knowing what to look for in foreign subs and like viruses and stuff and knowing how they work. So all of these, she's like the complete freaking package when it comes to any science student. And I play Remy off as kind of ditzy, but that's because that's how I act in a normal setting. I call this dumbing yourself down to fit in with the reg with like normal, like neurotypical people. I read a lot as a kid. And so I know a lot of things about a lot of different subjects. And so when I would talk with friends or my significant other or my partner at the time, I would have to dumb my vocabulary down a lot so that people would understand what I'm talking about. And I play Remy off as this because she has learned like how to present herself and how to show herself off. If Remy was a modern day, like our version of a modern day person, she would probably be a debutante. Debutantes know how to present themselves, how to show themselves off. So she, I play her off as like, you know, the chick from Gossip Girl, Serena Vanderwoodson, not her. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about the real, the real smart one, Blair. <laughs> she is the Blair. She's the Blair Waldorf because Blair seems to other people really stupid. And when put in a certain situation, she's extremely smart. She knows how to get the job done. And that's how Remy is. Remy plays herself off as someone who doesn't notice things and is very ditzy. And sometimes that's just how the dice roll. But she's actually extremely intelligent. She graduated from her high school, top of her class. In college, she was like within the top 10 of the university for an entire city state. Like this girl, I'm not kidding when I say that she is smart, she just knows how to be presentable when it comes to certain things. And I've had to like go into like learning how to do certain things and making sure that I had all these things set up in case I ever had to with Remy. And I was like, thank God I don't have to do this anymore. 
when I had to like think about like using water pressure and this and that. And I'm just like, hey, James, can I do this? And he's like, sure, why not? And so that's what I'm really thankful for. And all of this is just stemming from a fact where she needs, Remy needs control in her life. And these are three very specific subject areas that she can control. They're very much something that is not, it's not abstract, it's very concrete. And she, when she was growing up, she saw like her entire life was essentially laid out for her. She was told like where to go, where to be, how to dress, what to do, how to act and all of these other things. And it was very cage-like for her. She felt very much like she was in a cage. And so that's where she com like comes up with the idea of like, oh, it, like wanting to like get out of this and always wanting to like just essentially shove everything down into a little itty bitty box because what you care, what you want does not matter. You need to follow what is set before you. So that's why she was like, my parents are scientists. I obviously need to become a scientist. And so one of the other things that I came up with when I was making Remy is that I needed someone who was going to be somewhat athletic because I myself am not athletic and I like to create the ideal human being for myself whenever I play like someone that I would like to be and whenever I was growing up I was like man I would love to join gymnastics and so I was sitting there and I was thinking to myself like like all of these other sports like never made sense. And I was just like, no, Remy wouldn't want to play this. She would want to play something where presentation is everything. And, and then I was thinking to myself, well, maybe figure skating. And then I was just like, no, she needs something where it's absolute control over every ounce of your body. And then one of my friends, I was like asking like, hey, do you know a sport that is absolute control and the person needs to be extremely well presented and like to a fault, you need to be perfect. And they brought up like, oh, well, gymnastics is one of those sports. And that's where I got it. I was like, oh my God, she's going to be a gymnast. And so that was another thing that she wanted to be the best at. She had to be the best gymnast because if she wasn't the best gymnast, her parents wouldn't notice her. And so she got into that whole like control thing. There were so many things out of her out of her control in her life that gymnastics was something that she could control. It was something that she was allowed to have in her life that was just for her and that sort of felt special for her. And then when she graduated from high school, it got all out of sorts and she wasn't able to do that when she got to college because college she had all of these extracurricular studies that she had to do and she obviously wanted to have a social life. So she just sort of put gymnastics on the wayside and then she took up yoga so that she could continue being limber and now that she is quote unquote waterbender Katara. She has now been doing uh, martial arts to compensate for the yoga and still been doing yoga on the side. Um, to continue so that I'm not here forever and always blabbing on and on. Um, 
her social life. So her two best friends, as we've brought up in a couple of episodes, and there was a whole episode where Remy was in like her perfect dreamscape. It wasn't a nightmare dreamscape. It was the perfect situation for her. Um, Gina and Izzy have been her best friends for the longest time. She was actually friends with Izzy um, since like kindergarten. She and Izzy were best friends since kindergarten. And she has... Remy has a lot of friends and has a lot of people that she just talks to and this and that. But the only two friends on this earth that she would consider as her sister would be Izzy and Gina. And Izzy is kind of like River. Izzy is a little alternative. She has, every time that I see her, she has like the Demi Lovato hair back in like 2012 where she has half of her head shaved and then she has dyed hair and it's in dreadlocks and she's just absolutely perfect and gorgeous and like a punk rock queen but she's extremely shy and then you sit there and you see Remy who's the epitome of like a gossip girl chick and you're just like how are they friends but they've just been friends since kindergarten and she's grown and adapted and all these other things and then Gina came onto the scene about I want to say third or fourth grade for them and the three of them together it was like just meant to be they've been best friends ever since Gina um is if I remember correctly, James had Gina's mom be the mayor of the city of Eden. She's the mayor. And so she was always over at Gina's house or always over at Izzy's house. And she never invited her friends over to come to her house because it was always weird for people to come over to her house. And it was just cluttered and yucky and messy and... Remy just wasn't about that. So she was like, I'm just like, well, let's just go over to your house. So then when she got older and her friends sort of started to see that she didn't get to have some of the same experiences as they did for like Christmas or Halloween or in the summer, they would invite her over all the time on holidays and certain family events. And it, they would just include her and make her feel part of the family. And Remy just sort of loved that. And enjoyed having that in her life. Um, I mean, Remy just honestly, by the time that she was in high school, she was going to other people's houses all the time that she just sort of stopped talking with her parents. I think the one time she was not in their house for maybe three weeks. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to be like making things up. Or whatever but she was probably not in her family's house for like three weeks and her parents never like noticed so if that doesn't allude to how much her parents were working I don't know what does so that sort of leads into with her friend life her love life so Remy has dated a lot of men and a lot of boys have come and gone in Remy's in Remy's life um she is, I want to say, experimental. She's definitely open-minded, but has definitely kissed and has done various things with girls before. And she, like, won't, like, I don't want to say, like, she won't feel, like, offended. Like, oh my gosh, a girl's hitting on me. She'll just be like, ooh, girl's hitting on me, thanks. And she definitely leans more towards, like, 
cool. Like, I prefer dating guys, but I'm definitely okay enough in my sexuality to admit that a girl is hot and I would want to kiss them and I wouldn't object to kissing them. And that's definitely happened a couple of times when she was drunk and she has kissed her best friend Izzy on multiple of occasions and everyone has that friend who gets too drunk and then will just kiss everybody. Everyone has that friend. Don't lie to yourself if you don't have that friend. Um, I definitely, like when I was doing this and James and I talked about it a little bit, Izzy is most definitely in love with Remy, but has never said anything. And Remy knows that Izzy's in love with her, but they don't say anything in terms of making sure that their friendship stays where it is. But it's essentially like deep friend zone for Izzy, but Izzy hasn't officially come out to Gina and Remy yet. She hasn't officially come out to herself yet, which is kind of important, but they just will, they're just waiting for the perfect time. But I guess Remy will never be there for that time because, you know, they cut her out, cut, cut. Um, but leading into that, she is dating, she was, but during this time is, she's dating a man named Warren, I forget his last name, doesn't matter at this point. He's hashtag out. Um, she's dating a guy named Warren. And Warren is this, oh my God. Uh, oh. <laughs> he makes me frustrated thinking about him. Um, Warren is this abomination of a human being. Let's say that. Um, he's one of those guys who's extremely charming and is extremely like well put together and looks like the kind of person that you would want to bring home to mom and to dad, but is definitely the guy where once you're in it for a couple of months, he'll start saying the things like, maybe you shouldn't wear that. Don't go to the club tonight. I'll go out instead. You stay here and I don't want you going out tonight. So that kind of pushing aside. And I think the reason why Remy stuck around with it as long as she did was because unfortunately it was control. She had, someone else was controlling her and that's what she feels like she's used to and what she deserves, unfortunately. And so that like packs on a whole lot with like, even though Remy like projects herself as this confident human being, she has no confidence at all all. She does not respect herself. She doesn't do anything like that. She just absolutely, like, ugh. it frustrates me because ugh, I love Remy. I really do. But she should not have put up with that for as long as she did, man. Makes me frustrated. But she's had to deal with like other things. And then now I'm going to get into a serious subject where it's dealing with her Remy and her anxiety and her depression. And so we have kind of a glimpse into Remy's psyche in a couple of episodes. And then when she has her panic attack after she has her, her fight with her dad, it's definitely very obvious Remy is not who she presents herself to be. When you're the kind of person who is abandoned by your parents 
and you have you feel you feel as as if you have no control over your life it's definitely causes anxiety because she's always trying to be perfect it definitely causes some depression because you think you're not good enough for things you think that people are talking about you behind your back which deals with the anxiety and you think horrible things about yourself because you feel as if you're not good enough and unfortunately that's where Remy is in the process of things and she has been working through this for a very long time, but she has refused to get help because she doesn't acknowledge that she needs help, unfortunately. But now that she's with human beings that actually care about her sometimes, in her mind, they don't care about her all the time. And there's little things that sort of like hit her when they like say like oh she probably deserved to get hit in the face oh she probably deserved to have her ass kicked she did something it's like no no one deserves to have their ass kicked just because unless you're someone like warren or like peter peter piper pecked a peck of pickle kick ass um but some things like that still get to her and she just again she'll take them and shove them in a box and so the one thing that seems like a really good escape for Remy is when she was in college and she discovered her love for art. And when she would look and see, like, for us, it would be, like, the ancient art would be, like, um, looking at, like, Picasso or looking at pop art and watching art develop. And she under, like, she just, it was something that she has never felt before. She's one of those human beings where as soon as she sees art, she feels so many feelings all at once. And she just is in awe of some of these artists. And I will say that um, her favorite artist is actually Andy Warhol. She loves pop art. Pop art is her favorite thing on the planet, even though her mom named her after um, the famous artist Monet, like the famous, yeah, him, Monet. I don't know his, I don't know his full name, but I like the name Monet. But um, she likes his draw, he, she likes his paintings, but pop art, Andy Warhol is her favorite, so even though Andy Warhol was kind of an asshole. Um, she loves like just seeing, like it sounds weird, but her favorite painting uh, by Andy Warhol is the Campbell Soup <laughs> to her. Because again, Remy is a girl who has very like, quote unquote, provincial taste in food. She doesn't need fancy food to get by in life. And seeing like Campbell's soup in the way that he projected it was just like, wow, to her. But um, in a serious note, her famous, her favorite artist, uh, let me go on, hold on, let me double check. I don't wanna, I don't wanna spread false information, Allie. Very sorry. Yes, I remember. Okay, so some of her fa her fame her favorite artist is a artist named Jean Michel Basqua. I think that's how you say his last name, Basqua. And for those who didn't know, he was a famous American artist from the 1980s. Um, he was a part of the neo expressionism movement, and he's a very famous. 
African-American artist. Um, he, like, would... He was... He's essentially responsible, um... From what one of my friends told me, he's essentially responsible for, like... I don't... How do I describe this? Like, they said that, um... Because I was, like, asking about, like, artists and, like, who I should look up. And someone mentioned him to me, and I've never heard of him before. And then when I saw his paintings, I was just like, wow. Like, these are really good. And the only way that I can describe them is, like, graffiti. Like, it looks like graffiti, but it's made from paint. And, like, you can tell, like all of the feelings that went into some of those paintings. And oh my goodness, like Remy just was like, oh, like to us, it was like recent, but to her, like this was like the epitome of culture. There's like art like that is the epitome of feeling things. Like when she sees things from like other artists, like if she looks at the Mona Lisa, she doesn't really feel a whole lot of things because she's like, cool. But when you look at people who had troubling pasts like Vincent Van Gogh and um, she's just, she just falls in love because she feels some sort of a connection to these artists and is just absolutely in love with what they do. And she loves art because it's a freedom of expression and a freedom of just showing off what you want and who you want to be. And to her, that is so appealing. And she wants that. She wants to take that and run with it. And so, like, it's just absolutely fantastic when I, it's weird when I talk about this, but, like, Remy will sit there and talk in my head and she'll, like, sit there and talk about art and this and that. And she'll, I'll, like, see, like, a painting at, like, um, like, downtown at the art gallery and I'll just be, and I'll hear Remy pop up in the background and be like, look at the brushwork. And I'm just like, brushwork? And then I'll look, go over and I'll, like, look at the brushwork and I'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I understand. And for her, art is just an escape and that's all she really wants is to just be herself and that's what she aims for in life and hopefully she gets that at some point. And I mean, that's it for my notes. So, um, I do want to add this at the end. Here are some things that I would love to see happen for Remy. And Remy has not discussed this with me, but this is what I want to see. So I want to see her get better at, um, morphing her morphing powers, because I think her morphing powers are going to be totally cool later because there's certain things that you can get with morphing abilities like hammer hands. Like I think her and Oswald would just love having this together and this would be like the coolest thing on the planet. Um, and then I really want her to open up more about how she's feeling with certain things and to talk about her feelings and letting people know like, Hey, please don't say that about me because that makes me upset and makes me feel kind of hurt and just sort of like grow as that as a human being. And I've seen her grow a lot since the beginning. And then one thing I really do want to see, uh, this is my guess right now and I'm putting money on this because I think Remy's last power because 
um, James said at one point that I had like sneaky sneak abilities, which I'm pretty sure was the morphing abilities that he was talking about. But he also said at one point when we rolled for our first set of powers, I have not changed my powers because I'm a good girl. I'm a good human being and I play by the rules. And when Kyle rolled for his first set of abilities, we rolled the exact same one. And James was like, ah. So, and he said, and it was a really cool power. So I'm thinking that I have the ability to fly which I would find fan-fucking-tastic. If I could fly, Remy would be unstoppable. (laughs) Like, Remy would be the most unstoppable force to be reckoned with if she could fly. Like, oh my God, could you imagine? She could just fly up into the clouds, take as much water as she needs, and then just bring it back down, and then just bring an entire fucking lake on top of someone's head. So there's that. And so, friends, this is where I'm going to end it because I want to make sure that Allie doesn't have a whole lot to edit for these episodes. Um, And once again, this is just to be a placeholder because life happens. I I moved recently, and so we had to take some time off from recording so that we could... Um, manage with that and then we're trying to we have a lot of fun stuff in the mix later like a couple more mashups with some people so that will be fun um anywho I should also probably plug since you know I don't think anyone's gonna pop in here for a middle bit I'm probably gonna take that back here soon but you know you never know um We have our Patreon. Always go and do that. You get some cool stuff. We have a couple of things that we have planned for that. And then we, Allie just opened up a store. We have merch now, which is great. Fantastic. And then follow us on all of our socials. Um, If you go onto the website, they're all there. If you look at the, in the description, that's all there. So yeah, friends. Um, I hope you have a good time listening to this. Um, if I think of something else, I'll tweet it out into the universe or I don't know, I'll send you telepathically things that I think about when it comes to Remy. Uh, but other than that, have a good rest of your day, friends. I love you. Be safe. Don't do anything that uh, I wouldn't do. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.